the last night I got both sunburned and a cold, I think. So that's cool. Oh yeah, you sound great. Do I? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Sound like a million bucks. Well, I guess that's uh that'll be the spirit of the episode is um making it a scary short episode to kick off giraffe tober. Perfect. That drop. Hold on. Fuck, where is it? How did you that was the one Here thing we needed and you didn't have it on cue? Giraffe Tober. <laughs> I should be on standby the entire episode. It, it is, yeah, it is. It's that's gonna be most of the length of this episode. But alright, let's uh let's run a tight ship today and get it going. Cause I gotta edit all this shit today. All ships I all ships I run are tight. Yeah. Speaking of ships. Transition. Welcome to Giraffes at Black Talks Comics. I'm your host, Dave. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Donnie. I mean, I mean, like, I, I know that I've I've jumped ship to the ship theme here recent weeks, but of all the times, this was the one time to like bring bring back the train shit. Like this comic actually opened up with a train. Like, what a strong opening for that. Uh, knock them dead or kill them dead. Oh, that's true. There was a train. I'll I'll play the train whistle then, in the spirit of the train. That's good stuff. All right. All right. This week we're talking about Knock 'em Dead and uh, Godzilla Rivals, season five, episode five of Smallville called Thirst, and uh, some Walking Dead updates. I have a few notes on that. All right. Speaking of Knock 'em Dead, there was a train. First note I put down here what an incredibly strong opening to this book, starting it on a train. Yeah, that's really the right move. You really want to start anything on a train. You want to hook the reader. You yeah. show somebody on a train trip. Right. Perfect opening. Yeah. It 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 drops off from there greatly, though. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of horror-y for, you know, we're doing Giraffe-tober, so we're talking all horror. So let's uh, remind people what month it is. Giraffe-tober. I want to play that way too many times today. No, not enough. There's never enough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No one gets people love that shit. No one gets sick of these. That's true. Everyone loves Giraffe Tober, the drop. Yeah, I mean it it was like it was horror-y in the in the sense that like there's spirits possessing people, but it was also like kind of stupid and goofy, I guess to like keep it with the stand-up comedy theme. Because like the main character Pryor, he wants to be a, a stand-up comic, but he sucks at it. Is talking to this other stand-up guy, and then they get in a car accident, and that guy dies, and Pryor lives, and then somehow he just possesses him, and then tells jokes good. Which what I don't like about the jokes is that they cop out and they just have like scribbles with the jokes, um, except for like an eggplant emoji, which Pryor is telling constantly this eggplant emoji joke. So like whatever his joke is. It's just like, it's probably hilarious. He's just like, there was one that it's was a like hamburger a hamburger or a hamburger or a dick. And I'm, I'm dying to know what the fuck the, the punchline of this joke is. 
So like by book three, by book three, it starts killing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what is this hamburger or dick joke? I got to hear it. Yeah. If you're going to say it like a million times, you know, maybe write just that one. It's like hamburger emoji or dick emoji. Could you, could you title episodes emojis? I I'll try. I don't know if I can. I doubt it. Yeah. Hamburger or eggplant. If I can't, I'll just name it that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that, that was that'd be funny if like jerry seinfeld did that you know he's like what's the deal with corn nuts is it corn or is it nuts this one it's like what's the deal with dick burgers is it hamburgers or is it dicks that's probably what it was he's like jerry seinfeld uh uh, no that's way too similar to that stupid taco bell commercial i've been seeing lately with the chicken taco thing is it a sandwich or a taco is it a taco or is it a dick yeah that's (laughs) That's probably what it is I haven't seen that one. I'll keep an eye out for it. Oh, it's it's great. What's the point of Taco Bell now? You you can just buy Baja Blast at the store. It's like not even exciting anymore. I don't. So I noticed that like now that I'm back up in Cleveland working and I have that long trip down. Yeah. Like all the Taco Bells are no longer like open ridiculously late till like 4 a.m. Like I, I guess they close by like 11 or 10 at night. Ugh. Like, what, what the fuck is the point of Taco Bell if it's not open late night for, like, drunks and people, like, just getting off of, like, late night shifts? Like, I'm fucked. I have no fast food place I can stop and grab food on the way home. Popeyes is 24-7, isn't it? Go is to Popeyes. It? I've never seen know, 24-7 Popeyes. It probably is in Cleveland. There was there was the one Burger King on the Twinsburg exit. That was a 24-hour one. But that one is uh, no longer staying yeah. open late. Yeah, if Taco Bell wants to change their hours because they don't have enough workers for their shitty job, just like make the hour, like cut off the hours in the daytime, not the nighttime. Yeah, we don't need day shift Taco Bell. Fuck that. No, that's disgusting. You need it wasted on steel reserve. I just need food at midnight when I'm driving home from work that I can eat so I don't have to Uber Eats like fucking the one place in Kent because it's not a great place and I don't want it anymore. Yeah, you don't have to go on Uber Eats and go like, should I eat a hamburger or should I eat a dick? I choose dick every time. Yeah, it's always right. delicious. <laughs> That's a good joke. I think that uh, I think he's got he's got something there for sure. It really started killing once he once he told it right. Yeah, before he was just missing the hamburger option. It was just straight up dick. No one wants just straight dick. That's assault. You gotta mix in some hamburger from time to time. All all of his punchlines are just dicks like it doesn't matter what the joke is just like yeah and then my dick i mean it's a winning formula for the most it part is, yeah i do like that joke if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah right i i do like so they show a couple glimpses in his uh bedroom at his he lives with his sister because their parents died and she raised him but inside of his bedroom he has a bunch of like posters and like they're all just kind of band posters but it's hard to make out who they're supposed to be like the one looks super like a seventies like hard rock band, but I have no fucking clue who it might be. The only ones I could tell is there's a Blues Brothers poster, and then he has an awesome Wet Hot American Summer poster. So that's yeah, I saw that cool. one. He really likes that movie, I guess. Or that comic, probably the graphic. Or the comic, yeah, yeah, probably the comic. Old lady in it. That was cool. Yeah, that was funny, hilarious. Check the archives to hear a review of that one. Yeah, Wet Hot American Summer. Donnie will link it down below in the description for you. Yeah, I will. Just find it there. 
Keep looking. Look harder. It's there. Uh, also, weird note, this dude was only supposed to be 21 years old. I thought he was like 44. Yeah, yeah, he looked old. What 21-year-old dude rocks just a mustache as facial hair options? I mean, I've, I've done it from time to time. Really? It's fun, yeah. I did it once, but I, I looked way too pedophile-y, so I, I couldn't the point. continue it. We did that at work when I was at Giant Eagle. We'd have a mustache march because um, we're all gay, apparently. And we all just grew mustaches at the same time. And then we talked about our mustaches. Yeah, but I mean, like, why would you stop at a mustache if you can grow a beard? Just Because oh, it's funny. Like, it's not funny. Beards are fucking awesome. No, but the, the mustache is funny. I mean, it's like lazy. It's like you're not growing a beard when you have the option to grow a beard. What's the point of doing that? No, because th- that's the thing. No, you're lazy with the beard because you don't have to do anything. With the mustache, what? you got to gotta. I, you gotta I spent <laughs> 10 minutes a month on my beard grooming. Thank you. That is a lot. Yeah. I know. I have with a the mustache, beard. you got to shave I have a special it. beard shampoo. And I have like these stupid little like oils, but I, I never fucking use them except maybe like once or twice a month. It That's a lot. Takes, it takes it takes a lot of work and effort, dude. Yeah. I have to comb it out every once in a blue moon just to get rid of the knots in it. Get all the food out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I have to nah. I, I sometimes leave that. Well, yeah, save it for later. Oh dude, since it's been windy windy lately at work, and plus we like get to ride on these uh, go-karts when we're like switching from section to section. My beard getting blown in the wind is like the prettiest fucking sight in all of history. It is gorgeous. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I can imagine. All right, anyway, last thing I want to talk about about this book. Prior, the main character is possessed by you know, the spirits or whatever. So he calls an exorcist, which is a cool, like pimp chain wearing priest. Um, and he's just like, yeah, totally. I'll get the spirit out. And then he sucks at comedy again. So he calls the priest again and he's like, Hey, can you put someone else in there? Like someone funnier? He's like, yeah, sure. I'll whatever. I'll do that. So he just, he can just like get any dead person and just put it into anybody apparently. And he's like really good at it. And then later, um, the priest dies and, uh, Ronan has to do the exorcism thing. Which ended up not working, but I was just like, wow, she like just learned how to do an exorcism by just watching this priest once, and that's it's, it. Yeah, people in the movies, like, they overrate it or overhype oh, it yeah. like shit. Like, it Looks is super easy. easy to do. Takes no yeah, schooling, you no want. training. Put people in, out, whatever. You watch, whatever. Like, you watch three minutes of an exorcism, you've, you're a master at it yourself at that point in time. <laughs> you just have to watch a YouTube video. <laughs> just one YouTube video, and you're, you're a master. Yeah, that's the secret they don't want to tell you. Right. All right, what else have you got about this book? I do like at the very end, like, uh, he was supposed to be a guest on this, like, late night show with Caesar, someone, and that guy dies when they're arguing because he was trying to cancel all because he got sick, but he impromptu just, like, hosted, takes over for it. I do like how after that, he's just, like, a fat old Elvis version of himself, with a giant cool chain that just has his name on it. Oh yeah. That was cool. He was, that was fun. He was passed out in the ball pit at a yeah, Burger King. Like, like at a kid's that. play that place awesome. with a loaded gun that when a kid like wakes him up by accident, he just immediately opens fire. <laughs> kid shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the greatest. Was, that kid was foolish. Should arrest that kid. 
Do not bother a mustached man passed yeah, out in the like, pulpit. Yeah, kids should know better. Just asking for it. He's lucky that's all that happened was a gun that went off. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Could have had a Batman situation. Yeah, like why why was he in the ball pit in the first place passed up? Because of all the uh, Batmaning he had done previously in the day before. Yeah. Alright, anything else about this? Uh, mediocre book. Maybe like yeah. 2 out of 5. Very passable. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like difficult to get through or anything. But yeah, it wasn't that great. You know, you can kind of see what's going to happen a mile away and it's very predictable and speaking of not very hard to get through yeah oh no no reviews for this for either of these books by the way so we're we're really treading new ground this week so yeah it's a very scary episode because there's there's no uh review section so happy giraffe tober giraffe tober (laughs) quick play that extended version of the sports drop we're gonna need to fill time without having the uh (laughs) review drops ah it's fine fuck it we haven't earned the sports talk but yeah the next book was easy to get through godzilla rivals two issues pretty quick so right off the bat here i thought in these move so is it only in these new movies that godzilla is the hero is he always the bad guy in this stuff because in these he's a bad guy i was having the same kind of thought as like Godzilla just kind of goes back and forth, really. I mean, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad. I mean, I think it's like what they were saying. It's like, oh, he's just an animal. He just survives. So he's not, he's, he's neither good nor bad. I think that's what they were getting at. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. Very uh, back and forth I, with that. Because I thought on the one episode where you and Ralph were talking about how excited you were for the uh, Godzilla Kong movie, I thought you guys were telling me. He's a good guy for the most part at that point, but like he's more of the bad guy in Godzilla versus Kong and they have to get Kong to like stop Godzilla. But then Godzilla and Kong work together to beat Mecha Godzilla. If Godzilla and Kong are teaming up in that movie, why aren't they just killing off all of humanity so they can rule the world together? Uh, Because they're both Sigma males and they they don't work well together unless they're fighting Mecha Zilla. Well, yeah, but even after that, they're just like, they just like give each other an affirmative nod and then just walk in opposite directions. No. So they don't like, like each other. Yeah, that's how it ends. Yeah. It ends with them like nodding in approval of one another. Yes. And then like, <laughs> no, something like, a like side that. of respect. Yeah. And then they go their separate ways. Yes. I think, Fuck I think that's that. how it ended. That's how I remember it. It's essentially that if that didn't happen exactly. But, uh, but yeah, that's what they do. Awesome. So anyway, in this book, we got... <laughs> Just like Godzilla fighting a monster, either um, Hedorah, Hedorah, is that what it is? Or Mothra. Then just the humans that nobody cares about, just like saying, oh, holy shit, they're going to destroy the whole city. And uh, that was just kind of it. But there's like a girl who's pretending to be a scientist who can stop Godzilla or something. Dr. Kovats. Right. And she's with her, was it brother or boyfriend? Well, well, she's or something? not pretending to be him. Her brother, Todd, is calling the uh, the hospital to like secure her operating room because she got injured when the science building got exploded or whatever. 
and she's the only remaining person who is working there and they're the experts on all of the uh, kaijus and so this girl has to have her life saved in order for the world to continue to understand how to defeat kaiju that's what he's telling the doctor on the phone so he'll secure her a room but this is actually just his sister not the doctor he gets there and the doctor's like no that's not her you asshole and then he doesn't well i guess he did didn't do anything, did he? He just walks away, but they're still fine anyway. Well, they, they handcuffed him and arrested him, but then the girl pulled a gun and was oh, like, yeah. no, we're going to write this wrong. Yeah, so then they have to like go to some machine or something and do something or another to stop Godzilla that's in a crater. There's like a machine in a crater, and uh, the girl's like, all right, we need to, you know, the, if you're too close to this, it's going to kill you. So, um, you know, one of us is going to need to make a sacrifice. And then she just pushes her brother in. <laughs> That was a dick move. I was surprised to see that. Well, I mean, he ended up surviving. He, he did so all fine. that work to save her. It would have been a waste if she had been the one to sacrifice herself. And plus, true. she couldn't. She said explicitly that because of her injury, she couldn't survive the fall down into it. So it had to be him, I guess. But you could probably call well, bullshit on that excuse. I mean, that's what I would say. Whether or not I was injured. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, it oh, it's, it's a little bit high for me. I can't make it. But it's here you high. go. I'm bad at following directions. I'll forget what I'm supposed to do. You better go sacrifice right. yourself. I had a one too many, so I, I don't think I'll be <laughs> able to. <laughs> As I'm still drinking a reserve. Yeah. My judgment's a little impaired. You better right. do this. So yeah, and then in the other one, the Mothra, the Mothra book, we're following the Japanese army, I guess. He kept calling, like, I guess this is a job title, Petty Officer. I thought he was, like, saying, like, oh, you're petty, you're you officer. Being petty. <laughs> you're being petty, you silly goose. <laughs> Something like that. But he, he, like, said it more than once. And, like, the first time he was kind of being petty. And so it's like, okay. But then the second time, it's like, I guess that's the job title. But I thought it was funny that I wrote it down. But, uh, yeah. And then the other cool. thing about that army too is that they so they the army chains up mothra under the lake and they they got this these chains and they had to like print their initials on on each link which i thought was a lot of work like how long did you wait for those chains to get made before you actually did it that's crazy it's like a big logo they just let mothra go on a killing spree for 17 months while they were waiting for these custom made chains to come in it's got to have the logo on it. We're we need no people to know we're tough and that we managed to subdue Mothra. Yeah. It, Mothra doesn't, is it a water breathing creature? Like this seems like it's just a torturous, like evil kind of like holding cell for it. I mean, I guess they are trying to drown it. I mean, yeah, they mentioned like it was drowning. Like it's a super delayed, like forever taking drowning process. That's fucked up. I guess it can hold its breath really good or something. But yeah, then that's all my notes for those ones. What else you got? Um, okay, so the girl, the lead, there's like some woman in the Mothra one who's like finally feeling sorry for the Mothra and she's trying to like free it by cutting the chains with a, a pocket knife or something. And I guess her name was Mima Kinjo. Mm-hmm. And after that, like she gets arrested by the Japanese submarine police or army or whatever the fuck yeah. they are. Yeah. Like the Navy, I guess. I don't know. 
but like while she's in her like isolation cell, like these two tiny women spirits pop up and they're saying that they're like the bridge between mothra and humanity and they like go into this long explanation for like how to free mothra for the girl i was so confused about what the fuck those things were or why they even appear are they in like the like his mother in any yeah mother's in like older movies but is she in any of the like current ones more updated ones i don't think so but for some reason i seem to remember seeing uh those little things in the like little people in the old movies so does mothra have like a a psychic power and this is like her psychic connector or something i don't understand what the fuck this was i guess so i i do seem to remember it from one of the movies that i must have watched a long long time ago but yeah that that just like yeah that's the thing i remember this but i i don't know i don't know what their deal is though yeah because that was pretty weird. weird very weird like toilet pixies <laughs> I, I was thinking they were like the the twins from the shining oh yeah that's what i pictured just really small yeah yeah have their tricycle but uh yeah that the thing about them was my only note oh and in the first one with Hedora, they keep referring to each other the brother and sister as ding dongs oh yeah Fuck, I almost uh, forgot about that. Ding dong. I have that in my notes too. Ding dong. They said that a lot. Yeah. Todd is a ding dong was the opening line, I think, from the girl's point of view. And he's like, he's like driving through like a a war zone and like trying to like dodge buildings falling over from giant monsters. And And he's like, oh, watch out, you ding dong. Yeah. (laughs) He keeps keeps taking his eye off of this road to look at his dying sister. And she keeps just telling him, watch the road, ding dong. And then like, out of nowhere, he just somehow didn't realize Hidora was like right in front of them yeah. and just drives into its that. foot. Like, oops. How the fuck do you not see the fucking two giant monsters fighting in the world and they're both right the fuck there in front of you? How does that sneak up on you? Fucking ding dong. What a ding dong, Todd. Yeah. She was right. Yeah, but these things are insanely short. Like, and they're, they are written for like children so it's oh, yeah. such a quick easy read that's it great it was a great pick by me i'm proud of myself for this one yeah very scary oh very, very scary yeah i was i was scared kaiju fights yeah we almost lost the only kaiju expert in the world that could have defeated fedora that's scary definitely sweating yeah it's a real great pick yeah for giraffe <laughs> Speaking of scary, let's move on to our next segment. Fuck these comic book shows. So also very scary, uh Smallville Thirst. So I guess there's like vampires that exist and but they're like science vampires, which is weird. So like Lex Luthor obviously created those. This was never in Dropbox, so I didn't actually watch this. So oh, it was on Hulu. That's why I didn't Oh, is it really? Yeah, Smallville's on Hulu. Okay, Okay. I thought you knew that uh, because you didn't text me. Um, All right. Well, you've seen this episode before, right? You're a big fan. Yeah, I've I've watched this series through like six, seven years ago, so I'll remember it. Just keep talking about it. All right, there's like a sorority house, and it's um, uh, vampires, and they bite Clark's girlfriend, and um, she's being a bitch to 
to Clark after that, and she's like cheating on Clark. What a what a bitch! How can she cheat on Clark? <laughs> I like I like that these vampires just turn you into a cunt as a yeah, person, like a vampire. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Just, that's all they do is <laughs> turn you into a huge cunt. Um, I didn't have that many notes for this. So I was like really half watching it. But the the very first scene with the uh, with the sorority house was the best part. So they ordered like pizza and shit. And then like people who bring the food, they're like, oh, yeah, come in. And we're going to and then they, you know, drink his blood and shit. Uh, but it, the acting was very like porn like because it's like, oh, hey, I got this uh, big sausage pizza. And they're like, oh, you should come party with us. And then like he puts his dick through the hole in the pizza and they're like, oh my, that's a really big sausage pizza. And then they, you know, do all that and then uh, eat him. Dick first. So that's, that's a, uh, that's basically the dick whole or a hamburger though. Yeah. Is it a hamburger or is it a dick? Well, it's a pizza. Well, that wasn't how the joke worked. In the yeah. Last it doesn't work with pizza. Yeah. It's a completely different joke you're telling there. That one's offensive. <laughs> Is it a pizza or is it a dick? That's crossing the line. <laughs> Clark's like trying to figure out why his girlfriend's being such a bitch and then finds out about the vampires. And then he um, has to like cure the vampire. the Because it's, it's apparently science vampires. So Lex Luthor has a cure, which is like a kryptonite stake to the heart. So like you have to use the kryptonite really just solves everything in the show. It's very convenient. Yeah. It'll reverse the vampire thing. They do that and then everything's fine. There was one thing where like Lex Luthor was uh listening to Clark's teacher and Clark's teacher is like what if Lex Luthor was like a was a dick and he's doing all this shady shit implying that Lex Luthor is a bad guy and Lex Luthor was like sitting in the class and he's he's like you know I I I won't stand for for libel in this and it's like well it's not libel it's slander when you say it libel is when you write it. So Lex Luthor is a dumb dumb. What a fucking dude. <laughs> you got him, Professor. Well, the professor didn't didn't catch that mistake either. Oh. He's kind whoops. of a ding dong too. I caught that mistake. Aha, take that episode writer of this show. Ding dong. And that's all the notes I had. I mean, it wasn't wasn't that scary. Which girlfriend of Clark's was it? Was it Lois Lane or was it Lana Lane? Lana. Oh, uh, from the title of Thirst, I was hoping it was like a water monster, like a Hydro Man type of situation, but science vampires are scary too, I guess. Yeah, water monster would be scarier. What was Halloween themed about it? Was there anyone vampires. dressing up or trick-or-treating? The, the sorority house was like a haunted sorority house because like the house itself just looks like a haunted house and then it's at night, you see the full moon and it's foggy and shit. It, it, very cliche, but yeah, that, it's ha- it like a haunted house. sorority house. Vampires. Classic cool. Halloween monster. Speaking of Halloween themed shows, oh. <laughs> I bet I bet you're Walking Dead one. The Walking Dead update. There we go. The Walking Dead, very very scary. It's about zombies, which are scary. I watched two episodes. I kind of got caught up, and there's like one more until like probably a mid season finale. Uh, for next week so this week in episode six they're following the deaf girl who's still alive and uh, she's with some guy that michonne talked to a while ago and um, they're in this house and there's like a pack of like feral humans in there so they're not zombies but they're like running around on all fours and shit it's very very weird 
kind of interesting that that happened to them because they're like also trying to eat them. So it's like you have the zombies outside of this house trying to eat them and then the people inside trying to eat them. A lot of eating. They hmm. they solve this problem by just like opening the front door and then the zombies just attack the wild people because they cover themselves in zombie blood. So like it's a very, very easy fix, I guess. And then we have Daryl who's hanging out with the Pope and that group and uh, he's ripping off dudes fingernails to torture them we've talked about that before he's he's doing it. doing it or the pope oh yeah daryl's doing it to like show like yeah i'm part of the group oh cool he's like he's trying to fitting keep in. undercover wait is he undercover i thought you were, were saying he was just joining the group out of a want to torture well he wants to like he he, he wants to bang the girl who's in the group and then i think he's just undercover because uh you know they were in this house and they there were some people in the house and Daryl saw like where they are hiding, but he's like trying to divert attention away from it. So, you know, he's just, he's just there. He's fronting. He's pretending. So he's just there to fuck that girl and re-steal her dog from her. I think so. Yeah. Man. What How many times boy. has Daryl done this though? How many times has he pretended to be like the bad guy and just join every, the bad group? Every episode? Every time there's a new group of bad guys, he's or, like, oh no, I can't out with them. Yeah. Well, if they have a puppy, yeah. Makes sense. So that was going on in that episode. Then in the, the next one, in episode seven, Maggie and Negan are working together to try and attack that group of um, that Daryl's with. And they're they're like using whisperer tactics because Negan kept the mask. So they're just like becoming the whisperers. They get the like, big herd of zombies and they they are walking toward the toward the group, the uh, the Reapers with the Daryl there. Um, so that's what they're doing. And Negan's like teaching Maggie how to walk, how to do it right. He's like, no, you got to like drop your shoulders. And he's like telling her how to walk like a zombie, which is funny. Wait, giving so her he kept one mask, but they're sharing it. How, who gets the mask? Well, they all had masks somehow. Maybe he just kept all the masks and just kept them with him because they weren't like at home. So I Did guess he, he just single handedly murder every whisper that was left. Like what? How does he have all the masks? Because he didn't kill Beta. That was Daryl, wasn't it? It was someone else. I don't, I don't remember. But they had like a group of whispers and a previous episode that was like rogue whispers that were still alive after um, what's her name? Alpha oh, got so killed. So I think that that's where they got more. Yeah. Okay. So that's what they're doing. And then we're at the Commonwealth again. And uh, Negan or uh, not Negan. What's his name? Aaron. Uh, Eugene. Eugene. Eugene punches the uh, the Milton kid. I can't remember that kid's name, but the the, the son, the leader's the daughter. Yeah, or, or, or the leader's son. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name, but they didn't say it yet. The guy who kills Rick. Oh yeah, that that one. Yeah, he's uh he's there. Sebastian is that Sebastian? Oh, it might be. Yeah. Okay, Sebastian. So Sebastian's there, and Eugene punches him in the face because he was being a dick to his girl that he's trying to simp for. And um, it's it's good casting, though. That guy's like properly shitty. He's like a he's definitely like a really shitty like kid, like spoiled and everything. It's it's good. Good casting. It works. Um, so that's where he left off. So next episode, I guess we'll see um, Maggie pretending to be whisperers and uh, maybe hopefully killing the Reapers and we'll just be done with them because I I feel like that's tacked on and we don't really need it. Yeah. Who is Sebastian going to kill to end this series when the two main characters from the comic are already dead? Probably Maggie. 
That'll be weak. We'll have yeah, Maggie's kind of like the stand-in leader, like doing all the shit with uh, with Negan. Is her son Herschel in the show? Is that a thing in the show? Uh, yeah, I think so. There, there's. I hope he kills she has him. a she has a son, but the son's name is Glenn. So, mm. yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know in three years when the show finally fucking ends because they're gonna stretch this out. Can't wait. Yeah. Giraffe over. <laughs> That's what we were missing. Right yeah, on there you go. Real, real good bookend there. All right. So Giraffetober will continue on next week. So what do you want to read? So my next two week selections, I'm just going to pick Batman the Long Halloween. It's a 13 issue series. So do you want to just start with the first six and end with the second seven or start with the first seven and end with the last six? I'll let you pick. Uh, Let's start with six. Okay. Fuck, man. That's a lot of Batman. What are you doing to me? This isn't Batman Fortnite. You love Batman. I love Batman when he's in Fortnite. And this is probably the start of that. I hope so. It was Batman from like 92 or 93-ish, I think. Oh, so this the so no the, Batman who laughs. That's good. This introduces Fortnite to the world, I think. Good. I hope so. But it, Halloween is in the title, so it's the most Halloween book. I could have picked, I think. Yeah, true. All right, sounds good. Uh, I'm picking Ha Ha, Sad Clown Stories. <laughs> this one sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, don't know, I think the title tells it all. Should be fun. All right, what should we watch? Um, I thought you were going to research this one, and I wouldn't have to. Did um, you not? Is no, there a second, a second Superman Halloween sorority vampire show episode? No. Damn. Hold on. Let's Google this. I mean, we can watch the second episode. Have we ever watched Gravity Falls? Um. You can watch the Summer Ween episode. I think it's episode two of the series. Okay. Yeah, let's just watch that then. Summerween is the twelfth episode of the first season. Okay, episode twelve. But it's called Summerween. Summerween. Okay, we'll do that though. Alright, cool. So join us next week for that. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. And I'm at Dude the God. We're at Giraffes HPT Pod. Patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues and SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir. We'll see you next week. Bye. Sports, the Bugs Bunny Sports. I was gonna play. I was gonna play this one to remind people that.
Definitely, we definitely need another one of that to. Yeah, I need out. I need people to remember that what yeah, month good, it is. Good point. Got a whole month of this coming up. Hey, did you watch those? Uh, did you watch some sports this week? I didn't get to watch any, but boy, did I wish I did. Is that good yeah, sports me talk? Too. <laughs> I miss, I miss sports. I love sports. Baseball season's wrapping up. Cool. That's a sport. World Series. Fuck yeah. Take me Guardians. out to the sports game. Take me out with the sports. Buy me some sports talk. Jack. I don't care if I never sports talk. Now play the email one. Oh, I don't know if I have that on here. Fuck, I missed the email one. That was a good yeah. one. No, I haven't used that one in a really long time. Read some fucking emails. That's a really good one, yeah. Play the implications. I think I have that. Yeah, better still have that one. Shit, I don't. Maybe not. She's not going to say no because of the implications. What are you going to do to these girls, dude? I'm nothing. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> oh, not you. Obviously, nothing's going to happen to you. What? <laughs> Forget how it goes. Yeah, great episode though. Oh man, I watched uh speaking of great shows, I watched this show called uh Squid Game on Netflix. It's a Korean show, but it's really good. It's like you you play this game for a lot of money and uh if you lose the game you die. It's great. It's really really good. I just saw some article online. I didn't actually like click on it and read it, but it said why Squid Game Squid Game is gonna be the most popular show in the world here. It's no really time. good. Hmm. Like you have to kind of suspend your disbelief because there's like a lot of dumb shit that doesn't make sense that happens, but it, it but it is really good. It's very uh, well done and very interesting and engaging. Cool. So I would uh, I would recommend it. Did you watch the last Why the Last Man episode? No, not not yet. No, oh. I was watching Squid Game. How was that? Did you watch it? Yeah, I was. I was uh, way too high to understand what was happening. I, I watched it at the wrong point in time in my mental state. I think oh. I couldn't. I couldn't comprehend what the fuck the ending of it was, but it seemed super huge, super important, and it lost me big time. So I have to rewatch it later today. Oh, okay, I understand <laughs> it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't think they're saying what I think they're saying, but they might have just actually said what I thought they said. But that would be crazy if they did, because it wouldn't make any sense, and it would change all everything. So yeah, I need to I need to watch it. Wow, this sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, gotta watch this. If if it if it actually said what I I was thinking it said when I was at that point in time, dude, game changer. Can't wait. I'm gonna watch this right now. Just fast forward to like the last twenty five minutes of it and tell me okay. if that was accurate or not. I'll just go to like the last five seconds and see what happens. I think it ended with. The bodyguard girl agent, like thirty three hundred or whatever the fuck, like looking very concerned. I think that was the closing Ooh. shot. Ooh, what's she concerned about? The implications. Oh yeah, she's on a boat. But but these are different. No no, these are these are Dennis Arnold boating implications. These are uh, all of humankind is doomed because we're just now like realizing what happened kind of implications 
So the cum went bad? Well. They're looking for the cum. So maybe the cum is bad. Well, like, they, they meet, they find the doctor. They do yeah. find her. The cum doctor? And, like, she explains, well, she's a cloning doctor, not a cum doctor. But she explains that, like, Yarek and Ampersand are the last two males in all of humankind. Like, they're the only two remaining people or things with a Y chromosome at all. Like, implying that, like, there are no more of any animal breeds that can ever be recreated now because there's no Y chromosome. So, I never I never picked up on that in the book. I thought it was just, like, male dudes that were gone. Yeah. But this implies a way, 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 way shittier future. Have to stay tuned and find out. And then, and then there was some, like, side story with uh, the 3300 whatever the fuck her name is I, f- I need to learn her actual character name her like she was I don't know where she went but she left Y with the doctor girl I think she just tried to find like a radio antenna or something to like fix the radio to call the doctor or call the president and um, she finds like a- another insanely beyond well trained operative like herself and the two of them have this face off and like they find out that there's more to their connection than you might have originally thought. And that's why she looks puzzled at the end. Big things right, to I'll come. It. Can't wait. I'm going to watch it sober and see if any of that happened or not. Okay. I don't think it, it did. did. 